What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 132 of Literate Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, joined by our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. Sup, dude? I am still exhausted, but I'm ready yeah! to talk TCG. Yeah. I feel that. Like, you, you definitely, like, rightfully so are exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel you. I feel you so much, man, and I'm, I, it sucks. See, I did all the talking last week. It's your turn. You get to teach me all yeah, about TCG. That's great. I will, I can handle that. Um, so. And then we'll see, probably talk um, about other stuff. Continuing on with, you know, this, like, new, like, sub-series that we're running here of, like, talking about new games that, uh, you know, you can go compete in currently while VGC is on hiatus. Uh, we're going to be talking about the TCG today. And that's kind of where my background of playing forever uh, kind of steps in and, you know, we're able to talk about this and everything. Um, you know, like like I kind of mentioned in the past, I am very much like a huge fan of the TCG, especially when I was, uh, when you and I were both really, really involved in magic and everything. Um, there would be times after like FNM and stuff, we would just sit down and uh, my LGS owner would just throw me a Pokemon deck and just be like, yeah, go play. And it was a very, very good break from Pokemon. Uh, I mean, from, from magic is the way we would describe it. It, it felt like playing um, vintage without like interaction, essentially. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, in Pokemon, unlike magic, you only play on your turn for, for yep. the most part. There's very, very few exceptions. So you got to do all these really powerful things of, you know, your, your draw sevens every turn and like your, your tutors at every turn. It's just like all this massively powerful stuff that like in magic is basically relegated to only vintage, but with the, the upside of your opponent doesn't interact with you. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it is definitely um, a game that I have enjoyed playing for basically forever. Um, it is, it is my, the first teach, TCG I ever played was Pokemon. Um, of course, you know, picked it up right after, um, right after, like, you know, I really got involved in the games and stuff. So this is definitely right up my wheelhouse. I have never played like super hyper competitively, but like, I, I know enough that if I wanted to go play regional tomorrow, I would know what I would want to play and I could play it at a reasonable level. Yeah, that's that more than I can say I could do. <laughs> So that's that's kind of where we're starting today. Um, I think this is going to be a really good episode. I think that this is going to be a really fun episode. And if people are just like completely lost about like what stuff does and everything else, I'm going to do my dingdest to try to explain stuff as we go. Cool. Because so, I have no clue what's going on most of the time. Perfect. Perfect. Right up my wheelhouse. We can make this work. Okay. So... Um, in the TCG, you of course have you know your your basic Pokemon. You have your Pokemon that you play with and everything. Um, and for those who have not played the game since you know the Red and Blue, like original games were played and everything, um, there's a lot that's changed in the last twenty five years. Um, things are not going to look remotely close to what they did for the most part. You, you still have your basic Pokemon, you have your Pokemon that can evolve, um, but there's there's now Pokemon that can give you two prizes or three prizes, depending on, like, when you knock them out, 
Um, and so, like, the the big thing here is just, like, being able to identify that, yeah, these Pokemon that give more prizes to your opponent for being knocked out means that they're probably more powerful for a reason. Like, there's a reason mm-hmm. that your opponent's going to get rewarded for knocking these out. Yeah. Um, and so, the the last several generations, I believe going back to, like, black and white, have had uh, two prize Pokemon. Um, I believe back then it was EXs. It might be back to, like, Ruby and Sapphire days. Um, I believe, nope, just thinking about this... I think uh, Blaziken EX back in, yeah, this is back in 2004. Mm-hmm. Uh, these were these were two these were uh, two prize Pokemon, but you had to evolve into them like basic, you know, like your stage two Pokemon. So if you're Torchic, then you're Combuskin, then you're Blaziken EX, and you know okay. it is much more powerful. Uh, you know, has very good attacks and everything, but because you had to evolve into them, the game was a very, very much different game than they are now. Yeah. Um, so now you have Pokemon like, uh, just pulling it up here. You have, looking, looking. I, I have the deck list from Worlds pulled up. Uh-huh. And in this first place list, uh, there is Hisuian Decidueye V. You don't need Rowlet and... Um, Dartrix. Middle bird to yeah, evolve Dartrix. into this. <laughs> uh, you don't need that's my, the basic that's my and the stage one. coming into play there. It's a Dartrix. <laughs> I, I legitimately blanked so hard. <laughs> All I could think was middle owl. <laughs> um, so, you know, you don't need your, your basic and your stage ones to play this. This is your basic Pokemon. But, you know, as a result, you know, this is a Pokemon that has 220 HP. This is a Pokemon that does things for one and three energies. You know, just they do a lot and there's a reason they cost, you know, they give your opponent two prizes for knocking them out. So, um, one of one of the favorite decks that I play that we have actually, it's here next to me. Um, it is Malamar. Japan Strike Malamar. And the entire concept behind the deck is you're not playing these two and three prize Pokemon, but you're able to consistently one-shot them so that you're able to take multiple prizes at once. And when your opponent knock, you know, knocks you out back, they're only taking one. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're constantly being able to have an advantage over them, even though it takes you a turn to set up. But in that, in that turn that you're setting up, you're also setting up for the next turn when they knock you out. So you you have this this constant struggle of, you know, I'm able to pressure you effectively while also still continuing my plan to be able to continue pressure. It, it's really really fun. It's it's by far um, like my go to deck if I was to sit down and just play right now. It's phenomenal. So um, I'm looking at Crobat V here, and yes, some of these V Pokemon don't seem great on their face. But I'm assuming it's because it has this nice, huge text box of an ability, right? Yes, 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 yes. So, um, two of the, like, best support Pokemon, uh, like, right now, you have your Crobat V and you have your Luminion V. Both are very, very powerful. Uh, Crobat V 
you never you're like you're never attacking with these Pokemon. You're playing them strictly for their abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, Crobat B, when you play it from your hand, you draw until you have six in your hand. Okay, so, you so just, it's a refill. Correct. You you want to be able to, you know, if, if you're you know discarding cards to be able to tutor Pokemon up, uh, you're able to you know effectively get your engine online. You're able to then just go okay. Um, tutor up my Crobat from my deck, play this, go back up to six cards, be able to continue from there. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Luminion, whenever you play it from your hand, you're able to go search for a supporter, which, you know, are, are very, very powerful trainers. There's a reason you can only play one supporter a turn, because they're absolutely insane abilities. Yeah. Um. So these these Pokemon are very much in the, in the wheelhouse of, I'm playing them strictly for their abilities. There are going to be times where... This is the first card, like, this is the only Pokemon I have in my opening hand, and I'm stuck with it. And, like, those games happen, they suck, and, like, there's just nothing you can do besides not play them, which then costs you, like, consistency. This is why Deckless probably only play one of them, right? Like, they only play one of these. Because if if it's in your, your six prize cards... You know, okay, so to win a game of Pokemon TCG, there's a couple different win conditions. Um, you take all six of your prizes before your opponent takes theirs. You knock out all of your opponent's Pokemon so they have no Pokemon left on their bench, which causes you to win. Or you deck your opponent. Um, that one is surprisingly easier than it sounds, especially in these games that go long. Because you're, you're playing these things like Professor's Research, which draws you seven cards. You're playing stuff like Marnie, which draws you five cards. You're playing your Crobat V, which draws you up to six cards. Like, you're drawing a bunch of cards every turn. Mm-hmm. So, decking is legitimately a possibility. It's not, like, a primary win condition for 99% of decks. Yeah. There, there are that 1% that does exist that wants to sit there and troll your opponent into submission... And I'm sorry that those exist. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, going going back to um, these Worlds decks, uh, the, the deck that ended up winning was Arceus V, V-Star, plus uh, Flying Pikachu V-Max. Notably, I just said two different things. I, had, I said V-Star and V-Max, both of which are very different. So V-Stars are... In the newer Pokemon sets, I believe they were first released in uh, not Evolving Skies. It was a set after that. And I can't remember what it's called now. Uh, good question. <laughs> I have no clue. This card's pretty though. I'm looking at. I have Arceus V Star up for people to see right now, and it is pretty. Let's see. A brilliant stars, very fitting. Got it. <laughs> yeah, sense, first. Right? Uh, brilliant stars was the first set to have V stars, which are just an evolution of a V, just like your your V maxes are evolutions of your Vs as well. Um, okay. V stars have a V star power, which is either an ability or an attack that you can only use one per game. Um, I V-maxes, remember GX. That's similar yes, to yes. Yes. Uh, GXs are very much in that same vein of okay. they have a GX attack that you can only use once a turn. Okay. I believe GXs were relegated to only attacks, mm-hmm. whereas V stars are relegated to attacks and abilities. Um, I'm trying to read this ability, and it's the print's so small on this card that I can't read it. So Arceus V star is by far like 
the best card to play right now in the format, if you want my honest opinion. Um, because, like, the the set of, like, RCSV and V-Star just gives you so much of a core to be able to play basically whatever support you want to play with it. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason you play RCSV V-Star is its V-Star ability, which is once during your turn, you may search your deck for up to three, uh, up to two cards and put them into your hand. Oh, so you uh, just get to go grab whatever. Carl, how good is Demonic Tutor? It's good. I, I like from magic perspectives, that's pretty good. Now, how good is Double Demonic Tutor that costs you that you can only play once a game? I mean, that's fine. <laughs> so, it's no different than like competitive EDH or whatever. Yeah. So this this card is insane because whatever pieces you're missing, it finds. Yeah. It just do you adds a ton of consistency. Like, do you need cards? Okay, go get your. Professor's research or get your Crobat. Are you needing like a specific Pokemon? Okay, well you can tutor for that. Are do you already have you know, like are you missing your energy for turn? Okay, you can tutor for your double turbo. Like th- the ability to tutor for literally anything mm-hmm. is absolutely insane. To be able to tutor for two of whatever you want is absurd. And if you if you watch TCG content, a lot of the time spent in the game is waiting for you to figure out like what what your line is. Like once you find your line, it's set in stone. That's what you're going for. Because again, your opponent can't interact with you on your turn. Mm-hmm. So it's just finding the most optimal line of okay. When do I need to star birth? When do I need to trigger this ability? Like when is the most opt- opportune time for me to be able to do this? Do I need to do this right now? No, I'm already pressuring my opponent. Okay, I can save this for later. Oh, I can set up another Arceus this turn instead. Do I need to do that? Like, you're just running through all these permutations of what can my opponent do and how do I prevent them from doing that in a way that allows me to continue to pressure them and not be, like, not fall behind. It is an insanely, like, fun math problem, essentially. And I know that I just turned off like ninety five percent of people. I'm not to people. say everybody, but me probably just walked away. <laughs> but like that's that's honestly kind of what it feels like. It's just like being able to solve a puzzle mm-hmm. is is the best way to try to explain it. Um, so V stars only give up two prizes. V maxes are very much similar to like your your Gigantamax forms. Your your um your Dynamax forms is what these are supposed to symbolize in the game. Um, which is why you have your V's, which are just good Pokemon, and then your V Maxes are gigantic versions of those Pokemon with yeah. much higher HP, better attacks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, so they, got... they try to mimic the uh, the in game like gimmick every generation to some extent. I'm excited for these Terra type Pokemon cards then. Yeah, which is actually really interesting because years and years and years it's ago, back in like Ruby done. and Sapphire. They had Delta Species, which yeah. was a... The idea behind it was it was its own region in the Pokemon world. And, like, they were experiencing, like, radio waves which were causing Pokemon to change their typing was, like, the, the lore behind it or something like that. Um, but, like, the best part about it is that you got some of the coolest card arts and, like, styles and everything. And I absolutely love them. And if I could afford all of them, I would. Like, <laughs> that is... That, legitimately they are some of my favorite cards because they're just so unique looking. Okay. So talk to me about these V max cards then. So uh, your V max give up three prizes, but as a result are typically 
depending on the deck, going to be your primary attacker. They are going to be the thing that you want to be able to equip your energy to and be able to fire off that attack repeatedly. Mm -hmm. Um, Because they have such massive HP stats, typically they can't be one-shot. So, like, you're able to do a ton of damage to your opponent, but then, at the same time, your opponent's not able to do a ton of damage back. Like, you're able to race them in the damage race, essentially. Okay. So, like, looking at, uh, again, this first-place world stack... Their only VMAX they're playing is Flying Pikachu VMAX, which its attack is for a Lightning and two. It does 160, but it prevents all damage done by basic Pokemon. That includes Vs, because they are considered basic, and then it involves, like, you know, all of your basic Pokemon in your, like, support lines as well. So, um, the, the big thing there is, like, in the mirror, if your opponent doesn't have a Arceus V-Star set up, their Arceus can't damage your Pikachu. Yeah. Or, like, uh, the... There is... I'm trying to think. Like, the Palkia deck has V-Star. Um, there's no deck off the top of my head that's just reliant on just a basic attacker anymore. Most of them are reliant on some form of V-Max or V-Star to be able to attack you. Mm-hmm. Um, another really perfect example of this is the, the Mew, Mew V-Max deck. Which... Uh, Mew VMAX for two colorless allows you to use any Fusion Strike Pokemon's attack instead. Okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so typically, what you're doing with it is uh, you're firing off uh, Genesect V's Techno Blast, which is 210, which says it can't attack next turn. Or you're firing off uh, Fusion Strike Meloetta, which does 70 times the number of Fusion Strike energy attached to everything. So essentially, it's going to do 280. So it, it can do a lot of damage really quickly. But to say that's getting close to probably knocking some of these VMAX out, right? And then, you know, you have um there's a certain like subtype of trainer cards called Pokemon Tools, uh, which you can attach any tool to an a a like Pokemon and it'll give them an added effect. So like the one that you're playing in like the, the Mew V Max deck is Choice Bell, mm-hmm. which does thirty more to active Pokemon Vs. And again, because those are your primary attackers, those are the things you're primarily trying to KO because they give you more prizes, suddenly your your Mew VMAX is shooting for 310, which is enough to KO an opposing Mew VMAX. Yep. Or, uh, you know, be able to one-shot a Palkia V-Star or be able to take out a Flying Pikachu VMAX. Like, 280 and 310 are very important numbers to be able to hit um, because most of, your, most of your V-Stars max out at, like, 280 most of your v maxes that are played hit that 310 um so they so pokemon when they say pokemon v on a card they mean the v pokemon v pokemon v max pokemon v star yes yes okay. all of those are considered v's okay i wasn't sure since it since it's a specific name like i was correct like, yeah does it do they count as other pokemon or are they just like they have to say v max v star and things like that yep i i feel like i've skipped over a lot of like really really basic information of how to play the game (laughs) um if you're like interested in learning how to play i legitimately the best way to learn there is the pokemon tcg online client it has by far the best tutorial i can ever point anyone to it will walk you step by step of like how to play the game like how to sequence turns it's 
phenomenal. I cannot recommend it enough if you're, if you're looking to learn how to play. I feel like I should have said that probably about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, But, probably. like, it is by far one of the best things I can highly recommend people play. And if you're looking for, like, stepping up to the next level, you're like, all right, I know how to play. Now, like, what do I want to play? That's That's kind of where we're going today. Like, we're going to talk, like, specific card types and everything, and then we're going to get into, like, the nitty-gritty of, like, what decks are good and why. Um, speaking of card types, I know you talked, touched on basic Pokemon that you bought, like the basic, not like the V's, but like uh-huh. the basic Pokemon. So explain how evolving works, because that's so, something that people I think can get hung up on a little bit. Uh, on every turn, you, you're able to play Pokemon from your hand that are basic Pokemon. So, uh, these are your, your V's. These are your, like, again, looking at the world deck, these are your, your basic, basic Pokemon. This is your B-Doof. Okay. Or Sablo or whatever. Yeah, correct, correct. Uh, or your Pumpkaboo here, again, looking at this deck. <laughs> when, uh, once it's out for an entire turn cycle, so your turn, your opponent's turn, it comes back to your turn. Mm-hmm. You're now able to evolve it, which is, again, just placing the the card from your hand on top of the other Pokemon. So, Bidoof, of course, B-Barrel evolves from Bidoof. You're able to put this on top of Bidoof. This is now that Pokemon instead. Mm-hmm. Just very much like end game, where that Pokemon transforms into the new Pokemon, and the reason you do that is because well, your evolutions have more HP, they have they attack for more, and specifically in this instance, uh, B Barrel's ability is very good, allowing you to draw until you have five cards every turn. So, um, what's really really interesting is like these abilities, uh, because they're not specifically stated, you can use multiple of them in the same turn. So. If you have two B-Barrel out, you're you able to five draw up to five, play a bunch of things, draw up to five again, and then be able to continue your combos that way. Huh. Yeah. Um, one of the, the best examples in like the Malamar deck, uh, there is a Sinchino that has the ability Make Do, which is discard a card, draw two. And it's very, very powerful because it allows you to see, essentially, you know, if you have two or three of them out, it allows you to see an extra six cards every turn. Yeah. Which, in that deck, you're looking for raw mass number of cards every turn, because you're trying to do 280, 320 every turn. You know, when your your goal is to one-shot your opponent, so, you know, being able to just draw as many cards as you possibly can every turn is the goal. Yeah. Um... I'm using the Sobble line here as an example okay. here. So I like I, I went from Sobble. I'm looking at Drizzile. It's got the Shady Dealings ability. Something about when you play it from your hand to evolve. Uh, and then I'm assuming Inteleon, this here, Inteleon does pretty much the same thing. Yeah, so um, this Sobble, uh, the Sobble, Drizzile, Inteleon line is one of the best support like lines in the game. Um, Sobble, of course, not very good. You're using it because you need it, essentially, because you can't just play Drizzile by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, Drizzile allowing you to search for any trainer card, which, you know, in, in your decks is over half your deck, typically. Being able to tutor for any specific one you need is just absurd. It, it, again, it just, like, adds an insane amount of consistency. So, you know, when uh, when Arceus V-Star is being able to tutor for two of anything... Drizzile essentially tutors for one of anything. So, 
you're missing a Pokemon, right? Let's say you need your uh, your Palkia V-Star. Go get an Evolutions Instance, which then allows you to tutor up your Pokemon V-Star. Looking for a basic? Okay, go get, go get a Quick Ball. Looking for your supporter for turn? Okay, cool, that's technically a trainer. You can go yep. get it. You need some extra damage, go tutor up your Choice Belt. So from there, of course you have uh, two different Inteleons here in this list. One has Quick Shooting, which allows you to put two damage counters on any Pokemon once a turn. And then the, the one that's insane is you have Shady Healing's Inteleon, which allows you to tutor for two trainers. Okay, so it's literally... Better Drizzile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what's what's really sweet about this, um, like specifically this list, is you have Scoop Up Net as well, which allows you to pick up a like a Pokemon. So if you're picking up Inteleon, you get the Drizzile and the Sobble underneath it as well. Oh, cool. And so, then you just get to redo it and keep <laughs> You're going able to and... play your Sobble again. Next turn, evolve it into Drizzile. Go get another trainer. Evolve into your Inteleon. Get two more. Yeah. It's it's a very, very good engine to be able to just add consistency to your deck. Neat. Um, another card that's fairly new. Uh, it's it's in one of the more recent sets. They, they started doing these Radiant cards, which is just like shiny versions. Um, you can only play one total in your deck. Whereas everything else, you can play up to four of that named card. Um, so, like, you can play four Sawball, or you can play four uh, Drissile. You, typically, you're not, but mm-hmm. you can. You can only play one Radiant card total. So, like, there's there's a new Radiant Steelix. You can play that, but if you do, you're not able to play Radiant Greninja. You can only have one total Radiant. Not one of oh. each, one total. Okay. And And again... These are basic Pokemon, but they're one prize Pokemon, and they're usually really, really good for a reason. So, uh, Radiant Greninja allows you to discard uh, an energy card to draw two, which again is very good, and like specifically this Palkia Inteleon deck, because you're able to tutor up whatever you need, so you can essentially find, like, discarding an energy allows you to then go get a Capsaceous, a Capsaceous Bucket, which allows you to then play that energy from your discard deck. Oh. Or put it back into your hand. Okay. So, you know, you're able to drizzle for the bucket, be able to pitch one, be able to tutor up two energies, pitch one to your Radiant Greninja, draw an extra two cards. So, like, there's just a lot a lot of these, like, incidental of, lines that gain you card advantage. Yeah, it's just like all these lines lead to here's more drawing cards. <laughs> correct, correct. Which, if I know anything from TCG games, drawing cards is always good. Correct. And preventing your opponent from, like... So, as good as, like, card advantages, taxing your opponent in some way is also very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's there's these cards, like, you know, the, the Flying Pikachu VMAX, being able to uh, just prevent these... Uh, prevent basic Pokemon from touching it is very good. Mm-hmm. Then you have uh, the... There's this Manaphy that says... Uh, its ability is your opponents can't deal damage to your bench. So with, like, the, the quick shooting and telling on, it no longer works. Yeah. Uh, there used to be uh, one of the more popular decks there for a hot minute was uh, Rapid Strike Urshifu, which its ability, it, its attack did, like, 60 to 2 Pokemon of your choice. So you would do 60 to 2 of their bench Pokemon, and, it you know, if they're playing these weaker support Pokemon, like, Oh, you have a Sobble out? 
okay, well now it's it's KO'd because it's Agate. 60 HP. Yeah. Agate free prize point, right? Is that how that Correct. works? And then, you know, you have, uh, like, looking at your supporter lines, you have, like, boss's orders, which allows you to swap in one of your opponent's Pokemon of your choice. So, hey, nice Crobat there. I know you're going to be stuck with that if I bring it forward. Yeah. It's like, just shut you down another way. Make you make you spend resources to get this out of your way to be able to continue what you want to do. Hmm. It's, dude, I... I legitimately cannot express how much I love this game. It is so fun. So, you talked a lot about Pokemon. Let's talk about some trainers here. And kind okay. Because these are, these are, like, you mentioned, like, trainers are pretty much half your deck. Like, you would not expect trainers to be half your deck, right? You would expect Pokemon and energy to be the majority of what you're playing, right? So, funny story. Um, growing up, my brother and I used to, you know, just, we didn't have a shared collection, but we might as well have because we were so young. Uh, but we also had that mentality of what is mine is mine. You don't get to play with it. Mm-hmm. Why would I, why would I let you touch my cards? Um, we, my brother and I always had this rule. If you played 20, 20, 20, 20 Pokemon, 20 energy, 20 trainers, like it was flat. Even you, it, it, it was awful. <laughs> I can't stress that enough of how bad it was. So, um, looking at, like, this Palky and Teleon deck, you play seven energy. Goodness. <laughs> like, when you need it, you'll find it. Because, again, you have so much capability of drawing your decks and so many ways of pulling them out of your decks with your trainers that, like, you're you're never worried about, like, setting up your Pokemon because your trainers allow you to find them. You're never mm-hmm. worried about finding your energies because your trainers allow you to find them. Like, the 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 trainers in your deck are by far some of the most important cards and they they are so insane um so there's there's a couple different types of of trainers you have uh your supporters which are by far like the most impactful cards in the game mm-hmm. because they only allow you to play one a turn and on top of that if you go first you don't get to play one that's oh, wow. how powerful supporters are. Like, it, it used to be that you could just play one every turn. And uh, to, like, nerf the ability of going first, they remove supporters from your first turn. Okay. That kind of makes um, sense. So, like, some of, the, some of the most common and most played, you have, like, Professor's Research, which is discard your hand, draw seven. Just being able to, you know, play out my hand, do whatever I need. Oh, look at that. I had this useless dead card in my hand. Professor's Research, discard it, draw up to seven. Or, oh, look at this. I've played out my entire hand. Professor's Research, just to draw seven. Like, yeah. the ability to sequence your turn in such a way where this is just a straight plus seven in card advantage is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, There's, like, again, talking about, like, card advantage supporters, you have Marnie as well. Uh, which just incidentally messes with your opponent. Again, just like preventing them from doing things. Uh, each player shuffles their hand, puts it on the bottom. You get to draw five cards, your opponent draws four. So let's say, you know, your opponent, uh, you know, they did like a, they had like Crobat and then they tutor for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they, they had their, their Arceus out, they played Crobat, they drew up to seven, they Ultra Ball for Arceus V-Star, you know it's in their hand. 
All right, well, Marnie, now it's going to the bottom of your deck. You're getting a fresh four cards compared to the six you just drew. Like, being able to mess with your opponent's hand is very, very powerful as well. Yeah, being able, you just literally just like, oh, they were set up to do this, this. Now you, they're not doing that at all. Correct. You took it away from them. Um, and so, you know, there's various Pokemon formats. Uh, the most common one is standard. There's also expanded. And there's a supporter in expanded called N, you know, based on the trainer N, mm-hmm. um, which is each player shuffles their hand into their deck and then draws cards equal to the number of prizes you have left. So okay. it's just like, cool, I'm really far behind. You have one prize left. Nice seven card hand go to one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is this is what I need to cash back up. And like, get, getting end from seven to one never feels good. <laughs> and like, Tiff hates playing against Marnie because, you know, it takes away her hand. I can I can only imagine how mad she'd be if we actually played with, like, N. <laughs> like, just ruin her day as much as possible. Okay. Um, another super, super popular one, there's Boss's Orders, which, you know, you, you get to pick to switch your opponent's bench Pokemon to their active. So, you know, the, the big line there is, like, alright, swap up your... Your support Pokemon, put it up front. Easy KO. Yeah. Or, alright, well, I need an extra turn to set up. Boss's orders to switch in your support Pokemon that I know you're not going to be able to get rid of. Leave it there. Um, there's also uh, Escape Rope, which is just a item card. Which items you can play as many as you want per turn. Uh, escape Rope is... They switch... Yeah, you switch your active, they switch their active, mm-hmm. but it's their choice. But again, it's really good of uh, in like the the Malamar deck where you're setting up two Malamars at once. I'm just gonna swap to my second one. Yeah, you're gonna swap into something. I'm gonna get a free KO on. Yeah, like oh, you have one bench Pokemon. I know which one I'm KOing. Yeah, I know or, what I'm. Go- I know what I'm going up against here. It, exactly, or. You're going to bring up a, a support Pokemon, and I'm going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Or it's a free KO. Yeah, just there's very few times where an escape rope is detrimental to you and advantageous for your opponent. So, especially um, since you get to pick when to play it, right? Correct, correct. The fact that, again, there's no interaction means that you are your own, like, you, you decide your own destiny, essentially. Like, the heart of the cards decide when you get to draw stuff and everything, but, like, you're also ultimately the ones who are able to play your cards when you want. I mean, you're going through so much of your deck anyway, there is no heart of the cards trying to get there. You're going to see your entire deck at some point, probably. There's there's a vast majority of games that you're... The the biggest thing is, you know, you're playing these incidental one-ofs because you're able to see so many cards, because you have these tutor packages or whatever... You also lose six cards at the beginning of the game that you don't get to see. You know, mm-hmm. your prizes are face down. You don't know what they are. Now, obviously, like, the higher the higher play, you memorize your list and you're able to determine on the first search, okay, these are my six prizes. Yeah, I know what's not in my you're able to figure it out pretty quickly. Yeah. Once you know your list, it's... Yeah. So it's, it's really simple to go, okay, I have uh, one energy prize, I have a Malamar prize... I'm missing a I'm missing a uh, professor's research. Okay, I know what like I I I know what missing pieces I'm I'm missing. So I know like my likelihood of drawing these cards is less likely. 
And that's why you play things like Quick Ball to get those Correct. free look-throughs, which is what um, I have on screen right now. Quick Ball, very, very powerful uh, like enabler. Um, you discard a card from your hand, but you get to search for any basic, which includes your Vs, um, because for some reason, making these cards tutorable is good. <laughs> so, you know, discard your redundant energy, go get your Arceus V. Which then will allow you to set up Arceus V, get your V star out, be able to tutor for two cards. Like you have these lines of just again incremental value. Yeah. Um, you have like evolution instance, which just tutors for any evolution. You have level ball, which searches for Pokemon with ninety HP or less. You have um, Ultra Ball, which you have to discard two cards, but you get to search for any Pokemon. So. There's there's a lot a lot of like card selection in this game mm-hmm. and yes some of it's you know a minus two in card advantage or whatever but when you're tutoring up your Intellion, you're you're incidentally regaining that value yeah. like sure it on surface value I can see how people are like why would I ever play Ultra Ball it cost me two cards and like I for a very long time I was in that same boat of just like. I, I don't want to discard my cards. They're my cards. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you're able to just gain so much advantage from doing this line, it's just insane. Hmm. Um, back years ago, there was a execute that uh, once a turn, if it was in your discard pile, you could pick it up and just like put it back into your hand. Mm-hmm. So you would, you know, Discard this to your quick ball, go get whatever you want, pick it back up, discard it to your ultra ball, now it's there for next turn. Like, it, it, it was stupid. Just it was churn through your cards using the same card over and over yeah. and over. So this minus one in card advantage was non-existent. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, let's see. I think the only other card type we haven't talked about is, like, stadiums. Yeah, um, I was about to ask about those, because those feel like Field magic from like Yu-Gi-Oh and things like correct, that. Correct, correct. That's that's the simplest way to put it. Uh, whereas in Yu-Gi-Oh, each player can have a a field card. Uh, in Pokemon, only one player can, mm-hmm. and you can't replace a copy of a stadium with that same stadium. So like that makes sense. If I right? have <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if I have my path to the peak out, you can't play yours just to put the card in my graveyard. Like that's that's not something you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so like one of the, one of the super popular ones right now is Pass to the Peak, uh, which says that Pokemon with a rules box can't have abilities activated. So and a rules box off. is just any Vs, V stars, GXs, um, your Pokemon EXs from olden days, like anything that says this, this, uh, you know, it has a literal box on it that says the V rule or the GX rule or, you know, just... When this Pokemon's KO'd, your opponent takes an extra prize card or whatever. Like, whatever the, the actual rules box says, those are rules box Pokemon. And this is actually a pretty recent change um, to having that wording. It used to be that they would just make it whatever the gimmick is at the time. So, in uh, Sun and Moon, this would have said, uh, Pokemon GXs can't have abilities. Mm-hmm. Have no abilities. And so then... You know, when the new format comes out, there's a, a set period where you have multiple sets legal at the same time. So, like, 
Um, you had like the tag team sets from Sun and Moon, plus like base set from Sword and Shield. And so it, oh no, these can't go get GXs, but they can get Vs. Yeah. <laughs> so there's can't a lot get of that. that. One, but this one's not specified, so you can go get that one. And I'm I'm very glad that they've made this change because it's going to clean up a lot of that that problem. Um, something else they've done here recently is changing it from. It used to be that you know professors research. If you go back to base set, this is Professor Oak, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, you know each each of your like big villains in each game would have a card, and like a lot of these do the same. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say it like that, but there's a lot of cards that had the same rules box but were different names because they were new characters or whatever. So I'm really glad that they've moved to professor's research and boss's orders. It's because like these cards are reprintable every year with the new character on them. Yeah. So it, it's really, really good. I, 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 this is again, another really positive change that they've done in the last two years or whatever, the, uh, three years since sword and shield have been out because you know, like, since then, I think we've seen the professor's research with, like, a majority of the professor's arts on them. I don't mm-hmm. think we've seen Elm, and I don't think we've seen Birch. But I think every other one we've seen. That makes sense. Uh, we haven't seen Kakui. But, like, I know I know for sure we've seen uh, Oak, Rowan, Sycamore, Juniper, and... Um, <laughs> Magnolia? Yep. There it is. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to let you try and figure it out, but if you are going to figure it out, I was going to let you know. Like, I'm running out of trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say old lady, and I knew that wasn't her name. So, really, old lady really you see three times in the story. I'm really, really glad I was able to get there. Um, so, the last card type we haven't really talked about are the energies. Is there yes. limits to, on those, or so? Um, there is a basic energy associated with each type within the card game. Um, notably, not every type of Pokemon has a type associated with it. A lot of them are grouped together. Um, so, notably, like most flying types have a normal type card because mm-hmm. flying and normal just they coincide into the same type. Um, same with like. Rock and fighting and ground are all grouped together under fighting. All so, under that fist. Correct, correct. So it's it's kind of strange to see, you know, Onyx and Hitmonchan, both of which are weak to two very different types. Yeah. And, you know, are and, both very different types themselves. Hitmonchan could beat Onyx, but... But not in the TCG, because the Onyx TCG. isn't weak to fighting. It's normally weak to, like, water or grass weird so the uh the types in the tcg each have a coordinated like type of energy um you know you have i think seven or eight different types i could i again i'm just thinking off the top of my head the only one that doesn't is normal and dragon dragon again was one that they started i think in x and y there for a very long time did not have a typing um, same with like, of course, fairy fairy got its own typing come Gen six, and then when Sword and Shield came out, 
Uh, they took Fury away and just made most of them, like, psychic-type. Mm-hmm. Just to consolidate that back. Because it's easier to be able to group Pokemon into the psychic-typing than it is to continue to make Fairy Pokemon that can only be Fairy-typing. Yeah. So they they just consolidate. They want to be more general with their typings rather than more specific. Correct. Um, so those energies, you can play as many as you would like. You know, your your basic energies, much like your basic land in Magic, you can play as many as you would like. Okay. Up to that 60-card limit. Um, you, you're never able to go over 60 cards. It is a hard 60-card limit. No 61-card decks, dang. Correct. No, no 61-card special. Um, there's also special energy. So this is stuff like your double turbo energy, your capture energy. Um, there's there's another one that just came out in Lost Origin. I can't think of what it's called. It's like Essence Energy or something like that. And it's, it's really powerful too. Um, it provides a colorless energy. And it says that when that Pokemon is knocked out by an opponent's attack, you draw until you have seven. Mm-hmm. It's like... Cool, thanks for the card advantage. Now I'm able to set up and take you out again. Um, it's like it, it's one of those like uh, capture energy is another form of just like card advantage here because you you play it and allows you to tutor up a basic Pokemon, I believe. Yeah, yeah any basic and put it into onto your bench, which notably putting it onto your bench doesn't cause abilities like Crobat to trigger because they specifically say when they're played from your hand. So. I'm really glad that they put it to the bench and not to your hand, because, again, like, being able to go, alright, RCSV, attach my capture energy, draw into my Crobat, draw up to six cards, like, now my 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 energy of return was a plus five in card advantage. Like, just absurd levels of advantage there, and I'm really glad that that's something they, they did not go the route of. Yeah. Um, majority of energies provide, like, whatever type they are, like, so your lightning energies provide one lightning uh, capture energies specifically say they provide a colorless, and then uh, one of the more popular like energies right now is double turbo. Um, it provides double colorless, but it does twenty less damage to your opponent's Pokemon. Um, so back in like the base set era, back in the olden days, there was a double colorless energy, also mm-hmm. known as DCE, which literally was just double colorless energy. Being able to have this energy acceleration was very, very useful, very, very powerful. Um, they also had, like, rainbow energy, which was very useful back then because it provided whatever color you needed at the expense of 10 damage. So, like, sure. <laughs> if I'm playing, you know, a, a deck that requires multiple forms of energy, okay, whatever. Neat. Um, so, like, there's there's still forms of, like, Rainbow Energies now, looking at, like, the, the Mew Genesect deck here. There's Fusion Strike Energy, which is specifically a Fusion Strike card, which is, this is, I believe, something new they started to do in, like, this set. I could be wrong. I'm not, there's a very large period where I didn't play the TCG, and I wasn't caught up with it. Um, but they're, like, this subset of cards that are labeled on each of them. Mm-hmm. Um... So, specifically for, like, Mew Mew VMAX cares about Fusion Strike Pokemon and using their attacks. Fusion Strike Energy is a uh, rainbow energy that can only be attached to Fusion Strike Pokemon. Neat. And it also has the added effect that 
uh, it prevents all effects from your Pokemon's abilities. So, from your opponent's Pokemon's abilities. So, uh, stuff like uh, your quick shooting Inteleon can't shoot my Mew because I'm immune to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then stuff like, again, looking at this Mew Genesect list, you have a form of like acceleration here in Elisa Sparkle, which looks for two Fusion Strike Pokemon and puts a Fusion Strike energy on each of them. So, you know, this is, again, energy acceleration because this does not count towards your one energy you can play a turn, but it also accelerates and puts it directly from play into, onto them. So, like, it, it's just really, really useful. Um, this is just, like, another way of, like, being able to power up your, your Muse using your Meloetta's. Like, it, it's it's really, really good. Um, when this Mew deck first came out, uh, it was very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, because their, their main draw engine is Genesect V, which when you play it, you draw cards uh, until you have cards in your hand equal to the number of V, uh, uh, uh excuse me, equal to the number of Fusion Strike Pokemon in play. Mm-hmm. So you're just able to go, all right, uh, Genesect into... You know, battle VIP pass, go tutor up three more Genesects, play one of them, be able to draw up to now three cards, play again, drop to four. You know, just ex- extreme card advantage insanely quickly. The There was multiple games where I was playing against uh, a kid up at the shop who he would uh, just, you know, turn one, he'd have two Mews and then play three, you know, three or four Genesects and just like, alright, cool, you just, you know, had a plus, like, 12 in cards this turn. It's turn one. Okay, that seems fair. <laughs> that seems totally fair and balanced. That that seems like something you can do. And, like, th- th- there's a reason this deck was good when it first came out. And, like, it, it still finished sixth at Worlds. Like, this deck's very, very good. I would, I would, like, if you're looking for... Like a synergistic deck to play. This one's really useful. Um, I don't know how your matchup is against like Arceus, but you're able to draw a bunch of cards and you're able to one shot them, so it it can't be all that bad. Yeah, uh, and speaking... like Mew Vmax doesn't get one shot by Arceus either, so mm-hmm. it's probably okay. Speaking of worlds, I know you wanted to talk about at least the first place deck list from Worlds to kind of give people an idea of what they're looking at when they're building their first Pokemon deck? Yeah, so um, I've been looking at uh, Limitless TCG. is like one of the best resources I can recommend looking for like TCG decks and everything. Um, they have, I want to say they have a like budget option somewhere on their page. I could be wrong, but I've definitely looked at their page for like all kinds of results. They have metagame breakdowns so they can tell you based on, you know, the last three months there's been... You know, 35% of Palkia V-Star decks is top cut. Like, it's it's really, really insane. And uh, that's what we're using here for, like, the world's data. So, mm-hmm. um, first place here was, like, like I've talked about here, the, the RCS V Flying Pikachu deck. Um, I actually haven't read this Decidueye. What does this do? I don't know. Fighting Double Colorless for 160... May discard up to three energies from your hand. This does 30 more for each card discarded this way. And then V-Star, during your turn you may draw cards until you have eight cards in your hand. That seems pretty okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, that seems like pretty all right, especially when you have your Arceus to be able to just like power up and uh, your Trinity Nova here to just put three basics onto it. So then it's like immediately powered up, ready to go. Yeah, it seems okay. Um, not sure this is something that's going to be like played in the future, whereas like Arceus V Star as a whole will probably continue to be played. Mm hmm. There is, oh, I need to find it. There was a, uh, we haven't talked about them, but there's a V Union, <laughs> which is again just like another subset of cards that was played, um, and you could only get them from like box sets because you had to play four four of them at the same time from your discard, and it took like each card was a corner of the big card and you played all four of them at once mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's really intuitive online and in paper it's kind of messy but like it looks so cool <laughs> Ooh, there's a agron vmax what does this do uh da, 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 da. it's not very good <laughs> i don't i don't quite know how this uh finished 13th at worlds but okay rcs is really good who knew <laughs> I found a Reggie deck. Um, yeah, yeah, the Reggie deck, I believe, uh, yeah, this deck is super, super sick. So, Reggie Gigas is your, like, primary attacker in this deck. Uh, and all these, you play two of each Reggie as your, your Pokemon line. And Reggie Gigas has an ability that says, if you have Reggie Rock, Reggie, uh, Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, Reggie Steel, Reggie Eleki, and Reggie Drago in play, you can search for three energies from your discard and put them onto one Pokemon. Which is Neat. sick because Reggie Gigas needs five colorless to attack. Uh, but if it's attacking a V Max, it does 300. So, like, it's able to essentially one shot a lot of these V Maxes when, when you slap a choice belt onto it. The problem is, um, they kind of introduced these a little too late because V stars aren't V maxes, and its damage is only reliant if it's a V max. Like if this is to a V, it'd be insane. But because it specifically says V max, it's kind of uh, okay at best. Mm-hmm. But you have a you have a lot of things going on here. You play Twin Energy because you're. You're not a GX deck, so it's another copy of, like, Double Colorless. Mm-hmm. Um, capture Energy to allow you to tutor up your Regis. Speed Lightning Energy, uh, which, when you play it to a Lightning Pokemon, which specifically here is Reggie Eleki, you get to draw two cards. Hmm. Uh, and then Aurora Energy is just, you know, Rainbow, Rainbow Energy. Neat. Yeah, you had, to, you had to discard a card, but... Uh, when you're, you know, looking for multiple types to attack with, then there you go. Hisuian Heavy Ball lets you look at your face-down prize cards. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really, really sick. Um, Tiff really likes this card, and, like, understandably so. Um, you're able to, you know, oh, I'm missing, uh, both of my Reggie Elekis are prized. Luckily, I drew my one Heavy Ball so I can pick it up. It's like it's it's really cool. I'm looking for. I thought there was a me uh, Mewtwo V Union deck the top cut. Not the that one at, I've seen. Was that at NAIC? That might have been NAIC. That's unfortunate. I haven't seen a V Union though. There, there's not. 
Uh, not in, not in the top 32, at least. Um, there is, down here in 31st, this is a deck that I, I'm a really big fan of. It's, uh, it's, uh, Dereladon Arceus. So, Dereladon cares about how many steel energy you're able to equip. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it does 40 plus, uh, it does 10 plus 40 for each steel energy attached to it. And Arceus, uh, for three colorless, allows you to tutor for three basics and put them onto any Pokemon. So you're able to just, like, turbo out Dereladon and punch things really, really hard. Neat. Huh. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I was looking at the VMAX. It's okay. Uh, the fact that you need a fighting energy to... To be able to use it kind of sucks. Oh, the the is ability what is. is what's cool. Prevent all damage to this Pokemon. Oh yeah, that's actually like insane because that, that's you know, why I think that's why you play it, yeah. right? Um, this list isn't playing it, but there is like single strike mustard, which is a a supporter that you can only play if it's the last card in your hand. Uh huh. Um. But you get to pick any single strike Pokemon and put it onto into play. Oh. So like that includes evolutions. So you're able to like tutor for your drilled on VMAX and put it directly into play. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Not it's, it's really but again, like it's super inconsistent because it has to be exactly the last card in your hand and it's your supporter for turn. So like would you rather do that or would you dra- rather draw another seven with Professor's Research? Like Well, probably draw the seven with professor's research it, exactly like it's cool when it works but a lot of the time you're just like all right i'm gonna pitch this to my ultra ball yeah <laughs> all right oh tcg wrapped up pretty much got the rundown lowdown on that if you are um interested in learning like specifics and everything like wanting to talk about deck lists and stuff um please ping me on discord i would love to talk to people about the tcg and like actually playing and stuff mm-hmm. i have a uh i don't know if you can see it back here on this tote there's this blowfish malibu box it's a no. shoe box um it is full of tcg codes <laughs> that i am too lazy to put in and i probably should because then i can like actually make tcg content um, um the, the problem is is like Building stuff on the TCG client is not, like, the most intuitive. Um, there's no, like, duplicate prevention. So, like, you can open seven of the same card, and that's really unfortunate. Um, because when I'm looking for specifically, like, RC's V-Stars, well, when I've opened everything else in the set, it's really unfortunate. But Yep. That's um, why you just wait you know, for the new client. Which is going to be out eventually, trademark. Yep, soon soon tm yep um what else is going on so we had a trailer for scarlet and violet not a big one uh but it introduced some cool new pokemon got us introduced into the storylines of the game uh dynamax is not in fact gone not really the cl- the titan pokemon oh okay i'm like did I miss something? There's, uh, Did we watch a different trailer? The, the joke is that the Clough is Dynamax because it is huge. Big like, crab. Very big. Like, you you see the totem Pokemon from Sun and Moon. Um, you've seen, like, Alphas and Arceus. This Clough, uh, 
dwarfs all of those in comparison mm-hmm. when you're looking at it like through the game. Um, which that's something to do with some NPC side quest cooking thing. I don't know. Yeah, but, I don't, um, I don't, meh, whatever. I'm not interested in knowing what the story is. I just need to beat it so I can play competitive. <laughs> Correct. I um, need someone to start sending me rental codes day one so I can start making content. Yeah. Uh, we got, uh, the other two story paths, something about Team Star, a bunch of rebel students, cool, whatever. Um, they're, the ladies' boots are huge. That's all I know. Yes. They are huge boots. Uh, they are definitely made for walking. Um, and then there's the, the gym leader storyline, which is the thing everybody's used to knows about. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I know uh, a couple of people on Discord were talking about it. It's really interesting that in this game, uh, champion is like just a title. It's not like a role like it has been in Sword and Shield, where oh, Leon's the champion of the region. That means he's in charge and he's really good. It's just how they view it. It's like, yeah, you're twelve. You can be champion. Like if you go, <laughs> you, if you look at you it in certain traders? other places, cool. it's like. Like, Gen 1 champion, they didn't do anything. Nah. It's just a fancy title. <laughs> it was best trainer. You beat the Elite Four. Congratulations. You are now considered champion. Mm-hmm. Oh, you lost. You are no longer champion because somebody beat you. And if somebody beats them, then they are the champion. And it just... I feel like it's, it's a hark back to doing that style of thing rather than, like, the champion is involved in everything. This kind of, like... Or is, like, hiding in plain sight, like, in Gen 6. Just, like, there's Diantha, just champion of Kalos. Just, you see her in a cafe. Was it ever said in those games that she was the champion before you fought her? No. (laughs) But it's just, important character, what's she gonna do? Um, Oh, you're at the end of the game and you haven't seen her? That's really weird. (laughs) uh, The whole storyline there is she's a famous actress. And that's why she's everybody's talking to her and things like that. Oh, that makes sense. And that, that kind of brings us into the whole thing of just like, well, now she apparently is the champion of the Kalos region. What a twist. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the big thing to come out of the trailer is... Uh, the auto-battling system, people are going to lose so many shiny Pokemon because they have auto-battle on. I can't wait. I can't wait for the clips. I can't wait to see them all. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> um, and then we got to see Cloth, which is this rock-type crab Pokemon. We is got, it mono-rock? It is mono-rock, yep, according cool. to the website. Um, we also saw... The fire armor and the fire blade Pokemon, Armor Rouge and Cerulege. Uh, I'm excited for Cerulege. They both look like Mega Man dot uh, battle work characters, and I love it. I'm mad because I made the joke of calling them Mega Mon, and then Leonhart uh, made the joke like 20 minutes later on Twitter. I'm just like, fine. You have more Twitter followers. It's fine. <laughs> um, they literally look like Mega Man Battle Network characters. Dude, Man like Nami. legitimately. The my first thought when I when I saw them, I'm like, we are still in the Pokemon trailer, right? 
Wait, well, I'm not. I'm not missing something. We are still watching Pokemon trailer, here, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they definitely remind me of Net Navi's from the Battle Network series of games. Mm-hmm. Super duper cool. I think they're super awesome. Really good design. They almost remind me of Bisharp, like with their face and head designs. But I know that's like not what they do. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I do I do really like them. Um, each of them have you know their own um, like special attack and everything too. So yeah, it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I dig them. I think they're really really interesting. I think Sorelia Edge is going to be probably the more potent BGC Pokemon just because it's got recovery on its signature move. We have typing for them too, like right? Fire Psychic for Armor Rouge and Fire Ghost for Sorelia Edge. Do we have abilities yet? Flash Fire for both. Interesting. We don't know anything about hidden abilities or anything like that, but regular ability is flash fire. Interesting. So I'll take it. So Serenio Edge is literally Chandelure. Yes. In, in a different form. <laughs> Correct. Cool. <laughs> no argument. Yeah, fire ghost, flash fire. Go nuts. <laughs> Do your thing. I, I, I'm excited for these games. Um, as of recording, there is 69 days left until Scarlet and Violet drop. Nice. Super excited. <laughs> what are you giggling at over there? 69 haha funny joke. Haha funny joke. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. Um, what else I'm, is going I'm, on? I'm a kid. Leave me alone. What else is happening before we leave and head out the door? Um, oh, we have an event on Saturday. With Power Trick events, uh, Spike Myth VGC event on the seventeenth yeah. starts. Gonna be sick. At, starts at eleven a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Um, check around. Check in will open about an hour before that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. I'm excited. It's on our Twitter. On go find the Battlefy link. Yep, come join. It's free to play. Good winner, luck, have fun. Winner gets an invite to their the Power Trick events uh, invitational at the end before Scarlet and Violet drops, plus $25. Yep. Uh, if we get over 32 people, there will be two invites to hand out. No extra cash, unfortunately, but extra invites are always good. Agreed. Uh, other than that, I can't think of... Oh, the Galler Goodbye Gauntlet started... On Sunday. Yes, I'm very excited for people's reactions to that, because we're recording Saturday, so obviously it's a huge hit. Um, Series 1 was absurdly fun, uh, getting to play with Adam, which him and I haven't played in who knows how long. Mm -hmm. It has been forever since we've actually played, so getting getting to sit down and talk with him was, of course, a blast. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic person. Was really excited to do that. Yeah. Um... Next week we have Krebs on, which that match was also very good. Like it, both of them that I played it so far, it's just been like awesome matches, and getting to play these old series is just absurd. So you got series three and four pretty much planned out now at this point. Getting ready to yep. record those waiting, this week, waiting to hear back on a few things just to confirm times and all that. But yeah, super excited, fun stuff. Agreed, it's going to be a good time. Odrio comes out this week. Which I luckily have saved all my gold. So I'm going to be able to just uh, 
We also got the spotlight for Clefairy Clefable overnight um, today, last night, going into this morning, uh, because the Clefairy event in Japan was today. Um, I think there was one for Go Here tonight as well. Yep. There's a there. They had this whole big thing lined up with Clefairy for today. Uh, there was a Go thing. There was, I think, something for Sword and Shield going on um, that you could do in Japan. Um, there's there was a whole slew of stuff, Clefairy based stuff going on for the. I think it's like either the Harvest Moon or something something to do with the Moon Festival. And, That's cool. Uh, them, them finally putting Clefairy Clefable in the game after it being in the beta that we got footage from way back when. It's kind of fitting now. Agreed. It'll um, be. It's really cool. I'm really excited for it. October 13th is the day it comes out. Sick. Super excited. So literally two weeks after Sizor. It's going to be cool. I'm excited. Same. I think with all that out of the way, I don't know if there's anything else to really talk about. I can't think of anything. I feel like we've talked quite a bit tonight. I feel like everything we've talked about has been good, so... Yeah. Um, Trying to think of anything else before we get into outro mode here. Talked about the Spike Myth event. We've talked about Galar Guy tournament, the Triple G. Um... Nothing else going on this week that I know of. Nothing I can think of. Egglock's still going strong. Dude, I love the Egglock. If you haven't watched it, please do. It's so fun. I'm currently trying to figure out... genuinely enjoyed playing it. If I want to do... Who I want to do my next, like, Unite build over. Try to figure that out right now. Um... Was thinking about touching on Espeon or Mime because they're both really strong right now. Mime uh, is very good. Mime currently boasts a fifty-four pick uh, percent pick rate and a fifty-four percent win rate according That's to sick. the Unite API. That is head and shoulders above everything else. I believe the next most picked Pokemon is at like sixteen <laughs> percent. Like That's insane. That's how good Mr. Mime is. Like, if you're not playing Mr. Mime, or, like, if you're playing ranked and you don't see a Mr. Mime on your team, just pick it up. Just just play it. Just play it. You have no idea how much more even your matches will be against opponents that will, do have Mr. Mime on your team. At the point, the point's getting to the point where you have to play it to match them. Otherwise, your opponent's just going to out-sustain you and run you over. Which, I don't know if I like that, but... Um, a lot of the thing about Mr. Mime right now is the fact that it's just like... It's it's a hard tether. It's hard to get away from. I mentioned this in the tier mm. list. It's like, the reason Mr. Mime is so good isn't because of the healing, isn't because of how... like many stuns you get all how often it's the fact that that tether doesn't fall off unless you walk away and mr mime is going to be faster than you because the tether slows you <laughs> like where are we going buddy i will i will follow you down the road let's go like it's super hard to get away from i might just do mr mime um, mr mime video because it's insane 
Yeah, I, I think that'd be a good video. I think I think people would uh, like, really appreciate it. I played Mime before the fix, and Barrier uh, Confusion was one of my favorite sets to play. Uh, so it was a little bit of a learning curve getting into the guard uh, into the guard swap plus uh, psychic sets. But now that I've picked it up, I can put games on my back. I can win these games, win one v ones, win two v ones, and things like that. That's sweet. Uh, on our way to masters currently, I think I'm like ultra four three pips or something like that. So I need to win like ten more games. I think it's the number. Is veteran above or below ultra? So, in order, it goes beginner, great, expert, veteran, ultra, master. Oh, I forgot there's expert. Yep. I'm in, like, great three. Yes, you are. Which, for a guy who doesn't play this game, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, let's I, get out of here. I need, I need Carl to create a free account so then he can grind up with me and make me better. <laughs> I mean, if you just get to... Uh, vet, I can play with you. Yeah, but that's so far away. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's really not. not, but... Um, so the way the numbers work, by the way, now, is you start at the lowest number and work your way up to one. Yep. So, great three, I believe, is the floor for great, and then you'll go great two, great one. There's great four. Is there? Do they? Add... I worked through great four. Do they? So they added floors to it then yes so because it used to be there wasn't there was only three 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 all the way up and then once you got to vet that was where the fives started coming into play because they wanted to make the grind harder mm-hmm. okay see i haven't been anything below vet three in a very long time <laughs> well not all of us are good at this game carl <laughs> Uh, I will say, uh, people are struggling climbing with this game, and I'm not this season, and I'm not sure why. I've done okay. Like I I think my I've seen people like I've seen people just take games and throw them in the trash can, and I'm like, well, sucks to be them. Sorry, your teammates (laughs) an idiot. Like I think I think I have like a seventy percent win rate in ranked, but like again, I'm super low ladder. Yeah. So like. You know, um, if, if I'm okay, then, like, the rest of my team needs to be okay and we'll be fine. I think I'm at, like, 55%, which, at that at the rank that I'm at, that's just about normal for a climbing rank. So, all right. We getting let's, out of here? Let's get out of here. All right, I'll let you do the outro. I talked too much today. No, you can do it. That's fair. <laughs> um, as always, everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening. Uh, if you're listening over on YouTube, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on any of the audio-only podcasts or platforms, make sure you uh, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Does the video version go up on Spotify, too? It does. All right, so, you know, if you're watching over on Spotify, which just feels weird to say, <laughs> um, you know, do all that good stuff, too. Um, go ahead and follow us over on Twitter at LR Lessons, myself at Mr. Missouri25, Carl's at Musical VGC. Uh, you can find us over on Twitch as well. I'm gonna try to hopefully start streaming again here in the next week or so, hopefully. Um, so like, you know, be on the lookout for that. That was um, my goal last week and it didn't happen. We, you've also worked like 80 days in a row or something stupid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it might as well be 80. <laughs> yeah, might as well be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get back in on, on Blue Kaizo and 
finally beat that. That's the goal. That's we'll the see. goal. We'll see how you know likely that is to happen, but we'll figure it out. Uh, you can do that over at Mr. Missouri 25 and at Musical. Uh, it is September, so like you know, if you want to throw us some money that way, that'd be cool. Both of us are affiliates, so you know. Yeah. I like money. I have yet to receive <laughs> a paycheck from Twitch. Yeah, that'd be sick. Have you have you got one? Never got one. Yeah, go give Carl money, so he because, can have a fancy Twitch check. Because they have to hit a certain threshold before they pay out, and I have not hit the threshold. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's like a hundred dollars. I've gotten, I think like three or four checks from from them, and it always feels good because like I don't expect it, and then I get a message saying your Twitch payout is processed. I'm like, sweet, I got money. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm going to try to start streaming again. Uh, I desperately miss it and you know, it's, it feels good to make content. So I'm going to, yeah, that's Um, that's the hope. (laughs) Let's see. You can go ahead and join us over in our community discord where you can tell me, Hey, RCS V star is really good. And I'll be like, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if that's something that you're interested in, that link is always down in the show notes. If you don't, you know, want to play Unite with Carl, you can do that. If you want to tell me, you know, just come talk about Pokemon TCG or any TCG in general, I'll, I'll listen. Yeah. I may not play it, but I'll listen. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, VGC content and blah, 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 all that good stuff that happens. Yeah, VGC is <laughs> pretty much on pause until we get closer to there's, Scarlet Violet. There's definitely people who are still actively playing. And of course, we have our draft league and everything. Uh, going on as well so you know we we are still like tuned into vgc but it's like our form of vgc so you know that's cool yeah um let's see go ahead and head on over to the website lrlessons.com and while you're over there you can go ahead and check out the merch page uh you know if you like fancy merch and want to get yourself a cup with my face on it you can that's a thing you can do um our faces I'm, aren't on the cups, are they? No, it's they're just not. The, the mascots. It's the, it's the mascots. If you it's want a t-shirt with my heads. face on it. <laughs> if you want a t-shirt with my face on it, that's a thing you can own. Yep, there's also a bunch of stickers. Yep. And the stickers are great. I actually yeah. I don't have my water bottle. Um it's it's in the living room, but it's awesome. Um But you know, if you don't want to support us on by owning merch for some reason, because you're weird, and I understand that. Their merch is expensive. Uh, you can head on over to Anchor for as little as 20 or 25 cents an episode. You can help keep our lights on. And that's great, because it's, they're expensive. Yeah. It, 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 existing is expensive, and we would like help doing that. So, you yeah. know, if you're generous and are able to, we'd appreciate it. Yep. And I think, with that said, that's a wrap on 132. Yep, that's it. All right. Have a fantastic week, everyone. We will see you later. Have a good one. Peace.